48 degrees and raining outside our KTDR studios. We do expect that to be with us uh, for the next uh, couple of days or so, but the weekend looks pretty nice as we uh, celebrate the end of October. And uh, Paige Eidman is with us today going to talk uh, Phelps Health. Good morning, Paige. Good morning, Lee. Glad to be here. Yeah, at the end of October, we are talking about Medicare. Oh, boy. I know, right? It affects so many people. Um, mm -hmm. So today from Enroll You, we have Erica Hills and Steve Pantaleo. So before we get started, one of the ways that we love to kick off our show is learning a little bit about each of you and what your role is at Phelps Health and what brought you here. So Steve, <laughs> I'll go ahead and kick that to you first. So we're going to go age before beauty, I think. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, my name's Steve. Panaleo, like Paige said, uh, I'm a registered nurse by education, haven't been uh, practicing uh, for many years. Um, so I've been with Phelps Health back when it was Phelps County Regional Medical Center um, as an RN, but since 2012, I have worked in the Enroll U department. And uh, initially we started out uh, doing uh, just the Affordable Care Act, and then in 2016, uh, in the spring, we uh, got certified, trained, et cetera, to do uh, Medicare. So I'm passionate about what we do because, uh, as many of the listeners know, I'm sure, healthcare is so extremely expensive. And if you don't get the health insurance coverage side of things right, and especially with Medicare, that's at a stage in a person's life where you just can't afford to make, make mistakes with it. So. Uh, we're excited about what we do, and we encourage anybody to come and see us if they need some assistance. Thanks, Great. Paige. Steve, thank you. Erica? Hi, I'm Erica. I have been with Phelps Health for three years and working over in Enroll U for the last couple of those years. And we just do a lot of education about health insurance and what that means for each person and what that means for each person. It's very... Um, individualized and what Medicare thing works for you may not work for your neighbor and so everybody needs to make sure they check into that for their self and not you know for everyone else. So. Which is why we're here today yes, I love it. Absolutely. So today we're going to talk Medicare 101 and I say 101 because <clears throat> Medicare is sometimes very confusing there are lots of different moving parts to it so the value of having you guys on the show today is that you're going to help us break down some of these common terms and um, types of conversations that you might have over at enroll you so one of the first things i want to talk about are medicare part a b c d and g which is like almost half the alphabet right <laughs> what do each of those mean erica you want to you want to kick us off sure i'll take it um part a part d is Anything in the hospital while you're admitted to the hospital, Part B, this is very general. So it's um, anything outside of being admitted to the hospital, your labs, doctor visits, physical therapy, those sort of things. Um, part C is your Medicare Advantage plans, and that is a replacement for Parts A and B. So that replaces Medicare, the original Medicare, and you just have a Medicare Advantage plan at that point. Part D is your prescription drug coverage, which is often wrapped up into that Medicare Advantage plan if you go that route. And then the G plan, those are, that's the most um, popular supplemental plan and that is going to cover the 20% of costs that Medicare doesn't pay with Part B, so. So how much does Medicare cost? Original Medicare is going to be $148.50 for Part B, and then you'll have a $203 deductible. Then you'll add in your supplemental insurance, which they 
start around $130. And then you would ask, also have to add in a Part D, a drug plan. And those are very personalized plans that um, the cost varies depending on your medications and other items, uh, the pharmacy that you choose to use, those sort of things. So it's about $300 per month for original Medicare with a supplemental plan and a drug plan added. So whenever you talk about this thing, Steve, I want to ask you this yeah. next question. What's the difference between a premium, a deductible, a copayment, and coinsurance whenever it comes to Medicare? Sure. Well, the premium, just to um, kind of reiterate some of what uh, Erica said, Part B premium is something that is uh, charged. Your Part A is free. So with B, currently it's $148.50 for most people. Um, next year we're here, uh, and this will come out middle of November, um, premiums are going to go up to probably about $158.50. Now, having said that, some people may pay something different because it depends on whether you've already initiated Social Security and those people may pay something less. And, you know, it's kind of complicated. So that's a premium. The other premium that you may pay is um, for your Medigap plan or a supplement. And as uh, Erica said, that runs maybe $130, let's say. And then a co-payment is... Like with uh, a doctor visit. Now, the copayment is going to be made for you if you have a supplement. If you have a Medicare Advantage plan, which has replaced your original Medicare MB, you're going to have a copay. It's usually like $20. Coinsurance is your 20%. In other words, on some situations, Medicare is going to pay 80% and you will pay 20%. Again, unless you have a Medigap plan. So just to, to clarify that, Medigap is going to pay for things like if you just had original Medicare under Part A and you break your hip and come to our hospital, you're going to have a deductible of, well, this year it's 1484 If you have that Medigap plan, it's going to pay it for you. The only thing you'll be out of pocket basically in a year, if you have a Plan G as an example, is your monthly premium and that $203 deductible. All the coinsurances, all the copays will be paid for. Did that answer your question? Paige? Yes, absolutely. Steve, I've got another question for you too before we um, kick it back to Erica. Today we're talking about Medicare, but sometimes there's a confusion between what is Medicare and what is Medicaid. Can you help us understand sure. that? Sure. Yeah, a lot of people get those confused because they sound, I'm one of them. I'm sound the people. similar. <laughs> I've had people come in and show me their Medicare card and say, here's my Medicaid card. Mm -hmm. um, Medicare is a federal program. Medicaid is a state program. Um, Medicare is something that, like the Part A, a person earns, uh, uh, the premium is going to be free if they work at least 10 years. Medicaid is either based on maybe some medical conditions. Some are presumptive that you will get Medicaid if you have certain cancers, let's say. Um, other than that, it's kind of a means test. It's based on income is Medicaid. Great, Steve. Thank you so much. All right, Erica, kicking it back to you. Does Medicare cover preventive care? Yes. 
Absolutely. That's awesome. Good to know. And, um, you know, one of the things that I also want to talk about, too, are heading into 2022, how are Medicare benefits changing? What what can people look forward to? What are some things that maybe they should schedule an appointment with all of you to, to walk through and discuss? As far as Medicare um, benefits go, the one thing that changes for a lot of people every year is the Part D, the drug plan. And you just need to shop every single year for your drug plan to ensure that the medications that you are currently taking are covered by your insurance company. Um, you may have been on a medication last year and you're not on that medication anymore. And so your drug plan may change into a less expensive drug plan, meaning your premium would drop um, significantly in some cases. So, um, and like I said in the beginning, it's very much individualized. So what Steve has for his Part D plan is absolutely not going to be what works for me as well. So um, every single person needs to check on their Part D plan for 2022. So why does the drug plan, the Part D plan, why does it change every year? Well, l let me maybe expand on that a little bit. Um, as Erica said, your your medications could change. Mm -hmm. um, maybe the formulary of the drug company that you have changes. Um, so currently, the way it works, last year I think there were what, Erica, 26 or 28 Plan D's in Missouri. Now this year we're down to 22. I think uh, WellCare's uh, stopped a few plans. So when you come into our office, for example, we ask you to bring a list of your medications. We put it into the Medicare.gov website, and based on your, you know, the med that you're on, the frequency, the dosage, etc., it will come back and rank the plans one through 22. Number one is going to be the most cost effective. It may not have the lowest premium, but the total out-of-pocket cost between premium and co-pays and deductible will be the lowest one. And you really do need to do this, unfortunately, every single year because it's going to change. I have people that come in and say, well, this is the plan I have, and I'll, I'll ask them now, how did you decide to get this plan? Oh, my neighbor, he's really smart, and that's what he has. Well, you're not on the same medications are you? Mm -hmm. Oh, no, he's, he's a lot healthier than I am. So, yeah, you definitely need to um, review that every year. When should somebody start reviewing that, Steve? Well, the uh, open enrollment period is from October 15th through December 7th. And it's open enrollment, just to clarify this point, for Medicare Advantage and Part D. If you have, for example, a Plan G, a Medigap or Supplement Plan, this is not an open enrollment time for you. In fact, once you have one of those plans, it's pretty much set it and forget it. You do not need to do anything. And it's this isn't the time of year you can do that. You can only do that around the anniversary date of when you got that plan. Great. Good to know. Can someone enroll in Medicare if they have a health savings account? Well, um, yes. They If they have a health savings account, they can still participate in Medicare. What changes is, let's say that you're working and you're contributing, you have to stop contributing to the health savings account. You can no longer contribute mm -hmm. to it. But you can still have one. You can still have it. Great. You can Good. have that thing 
you know, till you're 100, mm -hmm. like yeah. when Lee turns 100, <laughs> you still have one. So does someone who's over 65, Lee, somebody who's 100, right? Um, and if they're still working, do they need to sign up for Medicare? It's a little bit tricky. So I have notes and I'm just going to read them so I don't forget any of the details. Um, if you or your spouse are still working and your employer has over 20 employees, no, you do not have to sign up for um, Medicare at that time. You have a special enrollment period at the end of your employment, so retirement, or if you just decide one day you're not going back, <laughs> uh, you have eight months to sign up after losing employer-based coverage. Um, sometimes Medicare is less expensive for people that are still employed. If that is your case, then that is okay. And you can drop your employer-based coverage and you can sign up for Medicare, but it's not required. So another question, Erica, to kind of follow up along with that, will someone's Medicare coverage follow them if they move out of state? So let's say they establish it in Missouri and then they say, me and I want to retire to Florida. Sure. So if you have original Medicare, your Medicare will go with you, your Part A and Part B, but you'll need to let your Part D, your drug plan, know, and you'll also need to let your supplemental Medigap plan know as well because insurance companies vary from state to state and um, your premium may change based on the state that you go to. Um, and with your Part D, you won't have the same pharmacies in that area and so you'll probably have to change into a new Part D plan, but you can still take Medicare anywhere you go. And then if you're in an Advantage plan, you definitely need to change that if you move anywhere for really any amount of time. If you move for just three months and you're going to be somewhere for three months, then you need to look at getting that changed so that you have coverage for a hospital stay if you need that mm -hmm. wherever you're at that kind of brings up another question too and steve alluded to this earlier should someone and their spouse have the same plans no in fact uh let me clarify with the plan like the medigap plan the plan mm -hmm. g yes they could have exactly the same plan same company etc not with the part d i have never ever had a case where the husband and wife ended up with the same one Unless they're, you know, if they were on the same meds, you know, and, and let me just say a little bit more about D. If you, for example, retire age 65 and you say, well, I'm on no medications. I'm not going to get a Part D plan. That's a mistake. You should come into our office, tell us, yeah, I'm on no meds. We'll get you the lowest cost plan. Last year, I think it was $13 and 20 cents. Because if you don't get a plan when you're first eligible, you will pay a penalty of 1% per month for every month you did not get one. So, for example, I had a woman last year, 69 years old. It was exactly 48 months since she'd retired. And now she found she had atrial fibrillation, needed some Eliquis, 500 and something dollars a month. She had no Part D plan. She had to pay a 48% penalty. And she asked me, Steve, how long am I going to have to pay this? And I said, ma'am, I'm not being facetious, but how long are you going to live? Because it's forever. <clears throat> so she had to pay that on top of what her monthly uh, premium was. 
So let's clarify that a okay. little bit. So if somebody has like this 48% that you're talking about, do they pay that annually every single year until, no. or is no. it monthly? The way it works is it's 48% in her case, because 48 months, on the cost of the average, the national average cost of a plan. So even if she had a plan that was $21, it's based on, last year I think it was $33 and some odd cents wasn't an Eric. Anyway, it's based on the national average cost and it's every month you pay it on that premium. So in her case, I can't remember exactly, but it was like she paid another $16 every month on top of her premium. Wow. So for anybody listening, once you turn 65, set up a meeting with Enroll You so you can go in and have these conversations. Yes. In fact, we'd like you to come in before time. <laughs> you turn 65 so you can be planning mm -hmm. for this. I had a woman in my office this week and she said, gosh, I know you told me this a couple years ago that to be prepared because she had an Affordable Care Act plan whose premium was zero. And now between the 148.50 and her monthly uh, premium on the uh, Plan G that she selected. and It was like Erica said, about $300 a month. That's a big change for people. Yes, absolutely. One of the things I want to make sure we talk about too today are the Medicare Advantage plans. What's the advantage with it? What's the value of having a plan like that? Sure. Um, so we did say that there was there were no major changes for 2022, but um, Phelps Health is actually now in the network with a couple of the Medicare Advantage plans, which means that um, our providers and our facility are in the network. So you would have in-network charges instead of out-of-network costs. And um, I think that that can be a great advantage to some people in our community because those Advantage plans, you pay your Part B premium although the Advantage plan will replace um, your Medicare Part A and Part B. Um, but the premium for the Advantage plans is often $0, and that wraps a drug plan in along with it. So it's a much more affordable route for healthcare, but it's very, it depends on your situation. If you plan on doing any traveling or um, you have um, issues that you might need to go, let's say to St. Louis or Springfield mm -hmm. or wherever. Um, you just need to make sure that you are in the network when you're going to other facilities or seeing other providers just to avoid those out of network charges and really high cost. So um, come see us, make a phone call, make an appointment, whatever it takes. But, um, we can help walk through those options and see like really what works best for you in your situation. Erica, I want to ask you another question too. What does somebody need to do to sign up? Signing up for Medicare in general? Yep. Okay. So um, your part A, it just starts. You don't have to do much mm -hmm. of anything for that. You get your red, white, and blue card in the mail. Um, if you want to sign up for Part B, you can do that on the Social Security website. Um, if you need to delay starting Part B, do that on the website as well. And then to sign up for Part D, we can do that on Medicare.gov. Um, you can come to our office, give us a call. You can um, set up an appointment with us and we can help you through that. The supplemental plans, we can also help you get some phone numbers for those companies because there are a lot of companies that offer those 
and um, we know just the right place to go where you can <laughs> get them um, on one sheet of paper, which is really nice. And then um, the Medicare Advantage plans, we can also help you get set up with on the Medicare.gov website and um, walk through the the numbers, you know, the coinsurance, what does that mean? What is the premium? How much am I actually going to be paying? Am I going to be saving money? Um, those sort of things. And we spend hours sometimes with patients just going over their particular situations. So, so how does somebody set up an appointment with you all? Because all of these different plans that you've described, boy, that's a lot of information. I don't know that the average layperson would know all of this. So how can they go in and say, I want to meet with Enroll You? What are the things that they need to do to set up an appointment? And what are some things that they need to bring along with them? Okay, sure. So we are at 573-458-3676. That's our phone number. And please leave a message. We are super busy this time of year with patients. So um, if we don't answer, just leave a message. We'll get right back with you and we can set up an appointment that way. You can come into the office. We can actually do anything that you need to do over the phone. We did a lot of that last year, you know, with COVID going on. Um, it's just more comfortable for people and that's just fine. Um, you can also email us at enroll the letter U at phelpshealth.org. And I mean, I, you can yeah, call you kind of covered the, the gamut. <laughs> you can call anyone in the hospital, and they'll give you our smoke number. signals. We yes, yeah. Walk in, signals. start yelling for Erica and Steve. Somebody will show up. <laughs> Do, yeah. Does somebody once they establish an appointment with you, is there anything that they need to make sure that they bring to that appointment to make it beneficial? Sure. Um, if you're enrolling in a Part D plan, it is so important that you bring in your medications and. We have people come in with a Ziploc bag full of bottles, and that is perfect because the bottle says how often you need to take it, the dosage, the name of the drug, all of the things that we need to know. Um, you can have a list. That's probably the most important thing Medicare is card. yeah, your uh, red, white, and blue Medicare card and your drugs, and that's it. The rest we can just walk through and be our experts in this. Easy. Yes. Every time we do this, we only do this once a year or so. Whenever we go to prepare for these, I actually have Erica prepare it because oftentimes we don't even know what questions to ask ahead of these appointments. And you know, I'm, I'm somebody that's just general, general public, right? So it's, it's really important that we go and we have these conversations. So before we wrap up today, what is Enroll You and what else can Enroll You help patients with outside of just Medicare? I'll kick it to you, Steve. Okay. Well, you know, it's, it's kind of like we're going to put in, you on the spot. In, in my introduction, the Enroll You Department, we started out doing the Affordable Care Act, uh, aka back in those days referred to as Obamacare. Uh, it's the marketplace insurance. And um, that, that was our main focus. And, and we helped a tremendous amount and we continue to help a tremendous amount of people um, with that. And with the Affordable Care Act, it is very dynamic. The rules change constantly. Last year, uh, well, this year, 2021, the uh, Biden administration created something called the American Rescue Plan. Completely changed some of the rules. Um, so um, there's no way we can go into all those details, but that was our main focus. Now, as I said, we've also helped people with uh, Medicare, and that's actually maybe because of the demographics of this area, but we're helping probably twice as many people with Medicare as we do mm -hmm. the Affordable Care Act. 
I would also mention, as an extension of the Affordable Care Act, we frequently get people enrolled then in Medicaid if they're eligible. Now, historically, Missouri had been a non-expansion state, but that changed recently. So now, Missouri does offer Medicaid for people that have income of less than 138% of the federal poverty level. So that's the main area that we help people. We do help uh, not only our own employees, but patients and anyone in the community. I have people come as far away as uh, Lake of the Ozarks that used to live in this area moved. And even though I've offered to get them contacts in that area, they want to come back here and help our department. They like the fact that we aren't selling anything. Mm -hmm. We are just giving them the best advice possible for their situation. So generally speaking, we're solving a math problem. What makes sense for this individual? I love that. You guys are a great resource that we have here. Just a couple of dates um, to wrap up. So open enrollment is October 15th until December 7th, and all changes will take effect on January 1st, 2022. And then I've got one more date before we wrap up, and open enrollment for the health insurance marketplace is November 1st until January 15th, with changes going into effect on January 1st, 2022. So everybody, thank you so much for being here today. You guys are always, again, a wealth of knowledge. Um, we've been speaking with Enroll You today, Erica. Hills and Steve Pantaleo. Um, if you do have questions about Enroll U, please call 573-458-3676 for more information. If you missed part of this show or would like to listen to it again, check out fepshealth.org.